Rosa, is, uh, is that Coke Zero, the best Coke you ever had? Uh, I need to try it first, actually. Give me a second. Go, 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 go. No, it's not the best Coke ever. I'm sorry. I need to try it first. Best Coke not given. <laughs> Checking for possible best Coke ever. I will tell you this. I finally tried uh, Sprite Cranberry. Did you? That's Today. A, that's actually been something uh, we've been trying to do for like years. I, I tried it the other day. It's it's pretty good. It's not bad. It's not. It wouldn't be my first choice. It wouldn't be my second choice. But it's not bad. Like, if there was nothing else available, I would not refuse to drink it. Which sounds bad, but it's uh, it's it's pretty good. It's got a nice flavor to it. Anyways, welcome back to uh, holiday season PPS. I mean, it technically has been for a while, but uh, it's that time of year now. Indeed. It's the holiday in the arena. <laughs> hey, Christmas carries a lot on its shoulders. But I uh, hope you all had a good Thanksgiving. Yada, yada, yada. And, I saw a uh, lot of Thanksgiving slander yesterday, bro. People need it's every year, time. but like it's really not. Like it's fun. It's all right. It's, it's, it's great. I, I always. It's better than Halloween unless you're a child. That is true. I will say yesterday was one of the more low key Thanksgivings my family's ever done, but it was still very enjoyable. And I still love Thanksgiving. Nothing can never make me dislike Thanksgiving. What's the plate? What's the plate count? How many plates you get to? Two. I, I had, had two, two as well. We might be washed. Yeah. We. I'm. I'm very washed. But I, when we started know, PPS, just... Raza was like a f- three or four plate lock. Oh, I w- I was definitely like if if the over unders were being set at like three and a half plates. Now the over unders were set at one and a half plates, and it's just it's not a good look. I know we 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 washed man for real. But I mean, two decently sized plates, pretty much the same thing on both plates. You got the turkey, you got a sauce that's not gravy because gravy's not good. Remember that. No, Mashed potatoes. No, let's not let's not lie. Why lie? No, gravy's, Why troll? Gravy's not good. Gravy's not good. Why troll? You gotta have a you gotta have an actual sauce. You would gravy, yeah. No, no, no. Gravy's not an actual sauce. It's gravy. Which is a sauce? Mm, I don't know about is, that. Is but... this is this like the hot dog being a sandwich thing? Like, is this an actual debate? I've never heard anyone say gravy's not a sauce. Gravy is a gravy. It's a sauce. Yeah, gravy is a sauce. Gravy is definitely inherently a sauce. Gravy is like whatever it is. I don't like it. Let's just keep it that way. Uh, we got mashed potatoes on that. We got corn. Please tell uh, me for the love of God, you are not eating mashed potatoes like just no sauce or anything. Like something's got to be on them, right? Nope. Yeah, you are like you are out here literally choking to death on potatoes. No, I'm not because you combine the mashed potato. You it's you don't just have one bite of everything. You com- combine a lot of different things. So like yesterday for me, it was like you know turkey, mashed potatoes, corn, cranberry sauce, you know stuffing. You can get all five of those things in one bite. It's a great bite, you know. I've never been a stuffing person, personally. Really? I love stuffing. Yeah, I'm not a stuffing guy. Yeah, we didn't have any um, greens. We didn't have any mac and cheese. Uh, we didn't have any cornbread, but we had, like, other rolls and stuff like that. Again, it was very yeah. low-key things. So we, I, you know, it was still you fantastic. Carrots. No. No veggies on my plate. Well, that's nasty. It was, uh, it was just it's turkey. Nice. Mashed potatoes, no gravy on either of them. Corn, stuffing, and cream. Turkey with no sauce. This man's eating literal Popeye's biscuits out here. No, 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 no. Just because there's no gravy doesn't mean there's no sauce. What the fuck are you putting on it then? I don't know. It's whatever was on the table. It was it was a special kind of it was special kind of sauce, more liquidy than a gravy is, and it's like it has like a tang and almost like a kick to it. It's very nice. I don't know. I don't know what it was. I didn't ask. I just fucking ate it. All right. Now, I wasn't putting barbecue on my turkeys now, but the turkey was good. This I'm also a turkey person, so the turkey is inherently like juicier and tastier than let like say the this, breast. This man's literally out here like where to ketchup. No, I don't put ketchup on anything. That's not fries or burgers. 
I don't even eat chicken nuggets with ketchup. Like when I do dino nugs, they're raw. Barbecue, barbecue sauce. Trust me. Barbecue is better. I get like a. I like buffalo sauce too. Like I get buffalo sauce from. Yeah, I'm not a buffalo um, guy, but they have buffalo sauce. Never mind. I'm, we're not getting into this. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy. Th- I hope you guys enjoyed. What, what about you? What, what did your plate look like? We had a, we had a certain uh, meat that wasn't turkey. Oh, the, I cannot, the haram uh, meat. I cannot disclose if it was haram or not. Okay. Um, we, you know, we had bread, mashed potatoes, uh, some carrots. Cornbread's fire, bro. I don't care what anyone says. I love cornbread. Uh, yeah, cornbread is good, but we didn't have it. But that's I think that's more of a regional thing for thanksgiving when i used to uh work at boston market i would have a cornbread every shift it is good i like cornbread yes yeah, it's, it's pretty good especially when it's nice and warm it's just mm. i used to oh, fucking all bread. Bro, I, I used to be a menace in the boston market dog i would be eating cornbread like with butter just like spreading butter on my cornbread <laughs> mid mid shift this means at the register chomping down some fucking cornbread there's crumbs correct. everywhere correct I would eat the fucking mac and cheese. I would eat the yams. You were that's some freak shit. Hey, I was a senior working at, at Boston Market. I had no care in the world. Man was literally vibing. Was it a mall one? No, it was just a just a location in my neighborhood. But yes, happy Thanksgiving. It is time to uh, discuss the next holiday. Ah, uh, yes, St. Patrick's Day. Yes, known December holiday, St. Patrick's Day. Do you consider New Year's to be a December holiday or a January holiday? Both. It can't be both. Yeah, it is. It's separate. New Year's Eve and New Year's Day are different things. Okay, but New Year's Day is not a holiday. It is. It literally is. What are you talking about? It's a fake holiday. How is it a fake holiday? It's New Year's Day is a holiday in the same way Christmas Eve is a holiday. You know? Yeah. Neither of them are the real holiday. Uh, both of those holidays are so good that the day before it's a holiday. Or the day after, in the case of New Year's. Not, January 2nd is not a holiday. But New Year's Eve is a holiday, in my opinion. I don't get hyped for They're January 1st. I get hyped They're for both December the holiday, 1st. man. I, I just disagree. I disagree. It's, okay, you could, dis- fine, you could disagree. I mean, you're on a technical level, you're wrong, but fine. I think on a technical level, I'm right. January 1st is the holiday. Technically speaking, January 1st is the holiday. Jan- December 31st is technically not a holiday. So it's an excuse to get drunk. I get, yeah. If you go to a party, yeah, but like it's, uh, it's, it's just like federally speaking, if you want to go off that standard, it's not a holiday. Okay, maybe, but in my opinion, which is the only thing that matters, like Christmas Eve and New Year's Day are not holidays. It's I would consider Christmas Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve is not federally a holiday, but I would say Christmas Eve is more of a holiday day than New Year's Eve is. I mean, Christmas Eve feels a lot more holiday-like than New Year's Day. Yeah. The only the only thing about New Year's Day that feels like a holiday to me is like the Rose Bowl. You know, other than that, there's like nothing that happens on New Year's Day that is something for me to get excited about. I remember one year we went back to school on January second in high That's school. That's nasty. That's definitely nasty business. But like, I don't know. Christmas Eve, you know, school's still off. There's definitely a warm sensation in the air. I mean, Christmas we got like. I don't remember how it was in grade school, really. I'm pretty sure we got the 23rd off, too. I think it would actually depend on how many snow days we use that year. Oh, yeah, you guys definitely have to take that into account. Yeah, because by December, we probably normally would use one or two. Yeah, we would never use any up by Christmas. That's for damn sure. Dude, I feel yeah. like my like, there are high schools getting off sooner than I get off for Christmas this year. My last final is December 20th. That's fucking gross. That That should be, like... Mine's, mine's December 3rd. Our semester started like hella early, and now we're finishing it like Christmas. How the fuck did you start hella early and then finish hella late? I don't know. 
I wish I knew the answer. The scheduling is pointing toward the heavens. We literally always only have one or two weeks after Thanksgiving, maybe at best. And now it's like we have a whole month after Thanksgiving. Yeah, we started like August, like mid-August and we're done first couple days of december that's dead ass the dream and then what yeah but we, we start early though we start pretty early january we start on january 18th yeah we start january 10th okay so you get off three weeks earlier and start a week earlier there's still two yeah. weeks in between of dead space there you only get like two weeks off wow it's it's some criminal activity it's like it's it's a month. like five december 20th to january 18th is a solid month but it's it's still nasty business. That is gross. But I want to talk about Christmas movies today, and I'm sure we have before. Yeah, because we've never done anything that we've done before. We are a. I want to. The we first are, question. We are. We, we are a, it's a, a new idea factory. Yeah, but I want to talk about something first. Now I know we brought it up before, and I want to. I want to just dedicate more time to it this time because we definitely mentioned it. But I really am passionate about this now. Die Hard. We had to talk yeah. about Die Hard. It's not a Christmas movie, man. I agree. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Just it's because just, the movie has Christmas elements not. doesn't make it a Christmas movie. See, here's the thing. We are in the vast minority. It's unbelievable, honestly. It's just not a Christmas movie, dude. Like, I, okay, it's set during Christmas, yes, but that can't justify it being a Christmas movie. I'm sorry. That's just not enough. Correct. Just because a movie either takes place during Christmas or has elements of Christmas or something, it doesn't make it a Christmas movie. Now, it's not like like, like Christmas has to be a focal point of the movie for it to be a Christmas movie. No, okay, I guess because the argument there would be, well, what about Home Alone? But Home Alone, argue... Home Alone is a Christmas movie. It, Christmas is a central focal point of that movie. I would argue that Home Alone is definitely like it is Christmas being a huge factor. Is it's Home Alone has that. Die Hard, he's just fighting terrorists in Los Angeles. That could have happened any day. Yeah, and like Christmas in LA isn't even real Christmas. You know, it's like sixty degrees over there. I'm not gatekeeping Christmas, but I'm just saying that was you definitely did just gatekeep Christmas. You know what? Well, I guess I'm a gatekeeper then. You are a hater. We have it's it's known. It's well documented, but it has Christmas has to be a big. It has to be like one of the major aspects of the film. Like when people are writing down synopsis of the film, like Christmas has to be included in the synopsis. I'm not even saying Die Hard's bad. Die Hard's good. Oh yeah, that's that's not that's not the question though. It's just not Christmas movie. Yeah, the first Die Hard is a pretty good movie. It's like a very solid action movie. As good as it gets. Young Bruce Willis with hair. It's pretty cursed. It is kind of cursed. I mean, he used to have some hair, you know. But seeing him with, like, a decent amount of hair kind of feels like a fever dream. Like, if you're saying anything that involves Christmas, like, if anything has Christmas at all, it's a Christmas movie. Goodfellas is a Christmas movie. I mean, but only that small part of the movie takes place during Christmas. I would argue Christmas is more focal to Goodfellas than fucking it is a diehard. Are you sure? Yes, because... Oh, characters fucking die for how they for the things they bought during Christmas and how they show up to the Christmas party. Yes, but that's for a different reason. I'm just saying. That is true. And that is a great scene. It is good. It is pretty good. What are some other like under the radar Christmas movies? See, I have the belief that there's like six good Christmas movies. Oh yeah, most Christmas movies aren't even that good. Like I would say the best Christmas piece of media is definitely the Charlie Brown one. Charlie Brown is obviously great it's a wonderful life is obviously great the rudolph one from like the mid 50s or 60s yeah the stop motion one's pretty good I don't the know. animated grinch 
Yeah, the Grinch is pretty good. Even the regular Grinch with Jim Carrey is pretty good. All right, let's not lie. No, it's it's okay. I don't know about pretty good, but it's it's not unwatchable. You know, uh, if you count the Nightmare Before Christmas as a Christmas movie, which I don't know how you wouldn't, oh, that's pretty good. Oh, that one's argued a lot about whether or not it's a Christmas movie. People argue if it's a Halloween or Christmas movie like all the time. That's, I think it has to be both. It's one of those rare. Cases. I think I think it is. I think it's both. Yeah, it, it can't not be a Christmas movie, and it can't not be a Halloween movie. So we'll cut it some slack. There needs to be more Thanksgiving movies. Or any Thanksgiving movies for that period. The the only Thanksgiving piece of media I can actually name is the Charlie Brown one. Yeah. Other than that, I have no idea. Charlie Brown just has shit for every holiday. Yeah, they do. They have a lot of Valentine's Day ones. Kind of messed up they didn't do any other religions holidays. Yeah, it's kind of uh, racist. Who's your favorite Charlie Brown character? Snoopy. Yeah, it has to be Snoopy. The better part of Christmas to me will always be Christmas songs. I, I've never been able to fully appreciate a lot of Christmas movies, but Christmas songs, I love. I'll never get enough of Christmas songs. I will say, I think that Halloween has the better movies, but Christmas has the better songs. That's that's a good point. Halloween movies are pretty freaking spectacular. There's a, a lot of good... It's because the horror genre is like, you yeah. can easily plant that in Halloween. Yeah, Christmas movies are just a lot more... like They're a lot easier to digest in terms of like family shit. But Halloween movies are definitely better. And it's not just because they're a different genre or whatever, but, like, they're just better movies. Yeah, overall, I just think they're better movies. I think it's just simple as that. What is your favorite Halloween... Oh, sorry, Christmas movie while we're on the topic? And honestly, I think it's kind of... I I think it might be a tie between, like, Home Alone and Polar Express. Yeah, we, we, we've definitely... Our, our, our love for Polar Express is well-documented. We had to defend it once upon a time. That we shouldn't have had to, but we did. Yeah, well, the reality we face. We do live in a society, I have to say. We absolutely do. Sometimes the society is just, just too much. I don't want to live in this society anymore. Joker's my favorite Christmas movie. Is Joker a Christmas movie? No. Are there like... Well, obviously not, but I'm, what, I meant, what I meant to ask is, um, are there Christmas elements to joker i can't remember no i don't think so i don't even think that there's any at all yes that's true thank god <laughs> meow is batman a christmas movie wasn't there a movie that came out recently that we were like oh yo this is a christmas movie um i can't remember but i feel like am i dreaming this or did it happen i don't know i don't know what you'd be talking about i, I don't i don't know but i could have sworn it happened all right no sorry for breathing what about christmas songs do you have a favorite christmas song Probably either the Mariah Carey banger or uh, Cold Summer never Night. Heard of that one. I've never heard that. Yeah, I've only heard it like once, but I didn't even know Mariah Carey made Christmas music. What the hell? When did that happen? I will say this is a goddamn shame. Mariah Carey will always be linked to Christmas music when she is literally one of the greatest artists of all time. Anyone could have made All I Want for Christmas is You, but nobody could have made Fantasy. Let's just get that out of the fucking way right now. That's a thousand percent the truth. It's it, it is true, though. You, you tell people about Mariah Carey, they're going to be like, oh, all I want for Christmas is you. They don't even know that fantasy exists. And that's a goddamn shame. They don't even know who fantasy about. They don't. don't. Is it Derek Jeter? Probably. If you it look at the time. Was. Period, but She's attributed other songs to Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter got a fucking Hall of Fame roster. But that's another yeah, I think we've all seen the, the uh, starting lineup of Derek Jeter. Yeah. That's yeah. that's that's a pretty fucking funny development. 
But in terms of Christmas song, I think yeah, Mariah Carey, sure. Um, I like the John play, Lennon obviously. one, even though you know that kind of makes me. I'll a bad add that person. out for you. <laughs> yeah, Michael Bublé's being like, like Christmas, pretty good. Rocking around the Christmas tree, pretty good. Jingle Bell Rock, pretty good. Oh, the I old love stuff like the old stuff like Sinatra, Tony Bennett. Yeah, let's know. I think even Bing Crosby's got some. I mean, I think Sinatra has Christmas albums. So yeah, he does. That's the market think... money to artist. How many Christmas say, albums they have? I was gonna say, like being like in terms of uh, old school artists and especially old school artists, like having a Christmas album is like the mark of greatness. I feel like that's why Justin Bieber is the goat. That's why Ariana Grande needs to make one. She's made Christmas songs, and they're but good. She needs an album. They are good. Santa Tell Me is a good song. I don't even think Ariana Grande is like the best artist out or anything, but I think she would make the best Christmas album. Yeah, no, she's it's because she's built for it. You Whatever know that she's means. Built for like her voice, her style, and everything is very solid for Christmas music. Same way Mariah was. I don't think we've had like a big Christmas album since what JB's, and I didn't really like JB's at all. Yeah, and that shit was that shit was bad. All right, here's an interesting question: Who would make the worst Christmas album? The first person that first band that came into my head was Maroon Five. <laughs> I don't think they ever would. White White Moms would eat that up though. They'd be like, oh my god, Maroon 5 Christmas album. I'm going to say, um, I, I hate saying this out loud, there was a time Maroon 5 was alright. Yeah, a long time ago. It was a long time ago. It's not any time recent. From when they moved, from mood? Mood? From when they, sorry, I just mood live on camera. That's in front wow. of everybody. That was, sorry, I couldn't, I couldn't hold it back. Um, From when they made moves like a Jagger onwards... They just don't it's been exist. downhill. It's been downhill. Yeah. Like, um, you know that music video they made where like they they were performing at people's weddings. If they surprise me at my wedding, I'm leaving. I'll leave you my I'm own wedding. My own wedding. Yeah. I'm out. I'm out. That bitch. See you. See, we've asked who would make the best one before, and I think we agreed on Ariana Grande. Um, Worst. Imagine a young boy Christmas album. We need a young boy Christmas album. No, that would kind of go hard. It would be the best selling album of the year. I don't know how it would sound. But I'm sure it'd be great. I just think, I think in general, the people who make the best Christmas albums are just the people with good voices. Like, obviously Ariana Grande would, you know, you're fucking Adele's of the world. Okay, or, an Adele know. Christmas album? You go good crazy. Lord. Go, good lord. It, we, we might need that, honestly. That that might be a need. Um, I feel like as much as I love The Weeknd, a Christmas album by him would reek. No, The Weeknd's not. Okay, well maybe okay, so maybe the good voice theory isn't plausible in all cases. Uh, like I said earlier, the style has to apply to the weekend would not make a good Christmas. I imagine a young thug Christmas album. Fire. I would buy it. I would buy a CD. Kendrick Lamar Christmas album. What would it be about? It would be about uh exploitation of capitalism that is inherently a part of Christmas ruining, Fire. you know, you know, black communities. True? Honestly, it is true. Yeah, Christmas is a capitalism, you know, cesspool. Uh, I'm not complaining, but it's that's the truth. <laughs> Every holiday is. What about what about BTS Christmas album? Hold on, though. No. You just lost another hundred social credit. Oh come on! What? I gotta be like in the negatives now. You were a long time ago. How did I get it back? 
Or I didn't get it back, did I? No. Who would? Okay, how about this? Who who would make the worst Christmas movie in terms of like a cast ensemble? You gotta start with Adam Sandler. Okay, you know what? Though actually, now you say that. Speaking of cast ensemble, have you seen that cast ensemble of The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot? And Gal Gadot, yeah. Apparently the movie's pretty fucking terrible too. Yeah, obviously. Apparently Ed Sheeran's in it. Of course he is. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah, it's like the cameo is literally just him being Ed Sheeran. Like he gets taken away by the It's not like he can act. I'm Ed Sheeran. You can't arrest me. That's a live reenaction of of the you can't arrest me. I'm the cake boss thing. Have you seen fucking Ed Sheeran in music videos, bro? He looks like a goober. I've seen Ed Sheeran in Game of Thrones for crying out loud. The man does look like a goober. If you just if you described a goober to me, it would probably be Ed Sheeran. It's, It's it's Ed Sheeran. The man does look like a goober. He's one of the ultimate goobers. Like, Pete Davidson is a goober, but, like, I don't like Pete Davidson. I don't like Ed Sheeran either, but, like, I don't want to give Pete Davidson the goober title because I think even goober has some positivity to it, and I don't think anything positive about Pete Davidson. Yeah, I don't either. Adam Sandler, Ed Sheeran. Let's throw Seth Rogen in there. Why not? Seth Rogen? I can see Seth Rogen in a holiday uh, movie, though. But yeah, playing Santa Claus? No, Sorry, that would kind of be fire. That would be fire, actually. Fuck it. Just get, get the cast of the Mario movie in a Christmas movie. No. Even more based. Make the Mario movie Christmas themed. That would be very based. I'm not going to lie. Mario themed holiday movie. Because everything needs Fuck a holiday it. special. Charlie Brown pretty much is known for holiday specials, so. Yeah, so Star Wars. I was not troll. Have you ever seen the Lego Star Wars holiday special? No. It's not bad on disney plus give it a shot i want to watch the uh, actual holiday special you're referencing though you've never seen it i've seen bits it is it is something to behold truly something i know it's like centered around chewbacca and his family it is that's about all i know about it it's all that should be known i wouldn't recommend watching it but if you want to do it for shits and gigs then be my guest we should watch it too really now that is an idea and a half That'd probably be the only context I'd want to watch it in. It's just in a situation where we can make fun of it. Sometimes those are the best times to watch shit movies. Oh, it is definitely number one overall. I don't remember the last movie we watched. Don't think it was this year. It might have been Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, I think it was. Which is a pretty fucking crazy long time ago. That was a long time ago. Was that this year? I think that was last year. Maybe towards... It was on break. Hold on. Hold on. on. For some reason, I thought it was, like, much earlier than I thought it was. There's been a whole summer in between now and a fourth summer. It might have been during the summer. Like, this summer. And if not, we might have watched something in this summer. So either we have the movie wrong or the time wrong. Because there was only, like, a very small window of when I was home this summer. Yeah. I'd be down down to run holiday movies. We gotta give American Psycho, and I think that just has That's to be true. next. That's true. Hey, is American Psycho a Christmas movie? They have the Christmas party in the movie. No. No, it is. Fuck it. Anything that has, even if it mentions Christmas, it's a Christmas uh, thing. So American Psycho is a Christmas movie. Is Casablanca a Christmas movie? Are, do they, is there anything Christmas in that movie? No, I don't think so. Neither do I. It might take place is... during Christmas? I don't know. Is Gone with the Wind a Christmas movie? No. It's a Wonderful Life is a Christmas movie. And it might be the well, best. Yeah, unironically. 
Well, yeah, the entire movie's a fucking about Christmas. You know what's a good Christmas movie? Is that Christmas Carol animated movie. The Mickey Mouse one. Not the actual Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. I mean, the Mickey Mouse Christmas Carol. Oh, I think pretty much anything Disney Christmas related is usually good. Um, yeah, that Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas is pretty good. Yeah. The one with all the different stories. Yeah, Disney nails Christmas. I think Walt Disney invented Christmas. It actually wasn't celebrated until Walt, which is nuts. The yeah, they were just like, oh, it's Jesus' birthday. Like, oh, okay, well, good for him. <laughs> but Walt Disney, he changed the game. I honestly think the best Christmas media is, is like, the Charlie Brown special, the animated Grinch, and... uh Maybe the the stop motion Rudolph probably are my three favorite, and none of those are like really movie movies. I would go with the Polar Express, It's a Wonderful Life, and probably Home Alone Two. Everyone says Home Alone Two is so good, but I've never even seen it. What? What? How? How is that possible? So when you don't watch a movie, do you do? We do this every week. <laughs> do, do you keep asking every week? Yeah, but yeah, I'm expecting a legitimate answer. Maybe I should stop expecting a legitimate answer. One is really good. One is good, but like, how has two evaded you for so long? It might it, it might be more popular than the first one. Really? Maybe it has Donald that's Trump one, in it. I was gonna say that's the one that has Donald Trump in it. I don't even know who that is though. For real? What's like that guy fell off? Yeah, he definitely fell off. He fell off hard. Donald Trump is in his flop era. Is that how we define presidents who are uh, no longer president? They're in their flop era. Yeah, they're they're in their flop era. George W. Bush, get it together, bro. His flop era was uh, starting to. That was higher presidency. Yeah. yeah. What do you think Joe Biden's favorite Christmas movie is? Uh, his favorite Christmas movie is just The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Very, very much so a Christmas piece of media. Yeah. In Joe Biden's eyes. Joe Biden's favorite Christmas movie is Wanna Watch Me Spike Gas Prices Up to Four Bucks, lol. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Joe Biden is solely responsible for this decision. Okay, well, no. But he's, it's, it's, it's easy to blame him. It is. Merry gas Christmas. prices are getting crazy, though. People are like, oh my god, I miss Donald Trump because gas prices were low. Like, bruh. What about everything else? They're the same president. Joe Biden just doesn't tweet as much. He doesn't really tweet. A t- 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 oh, gosh. He doesn't really tweet at all. He just kind of eats ice cream and that's it. He tweets that uh, the government really needs to do stuff. You are the executive branch, by the way. <laughs> Government needs to do X, Y, and Z, bruh. Isn't that your job? The government. I am the Senate. You want a wacky little uh, fun fact? Hit me with it. Joe Biden's political career started during Nixon's uh, presidency. I believe it, yeah. It's true. Richard Nixon actually called him after his uh, wife and child were killed in a car accident. Really? And there's audio of it. You could find it. Yeah, I, I believe it. You want, you want a really wacky little fun fact? This one will really injure your brain. Oh, gosh. Harriet Tubman was born during Thomas Jefferson's lifetime and died during Ronald Reagan's. She was born during Thomas Jefferson's lifetime, not his presidency, obviously, right? Yeah, his lifetime, yeah. And died during Ronald Reagan's presidency? No. But his lifetime. His, yeah, so, so yeah Ronald wow. Reagan, so Harriet Tubman was born in like 1822, I think, and Thomas Jefferson died in 1826. And she died, and I think I want to say 1915. And Ronald Reagan was born in 1913. That's fucking crazy. She 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 saw some shit. I think uh, it's like 21 Savage once said, "All these chains rest in peace to Harriet Tubman." <laughs> Is that actually a bar? I've never heard that bar. Yeah, it's it's in um, Ten Freaky Girls. I think 
how that ever got past um, anything is beyond me but th- there's there's a harriet tubman tribute bar and a song called 10 freaky girls yes yeah i got 10 freaky girls on a yacht and one of the lines is all these chains rest in peace to harriet tubman okay it's truly something to behold no i you know what it's 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 real rap that is real rap i don't want to spend too much time on this but the day people found out 21 savage is from the uk is one of the funniest days ever yes it was genuinely one of the funniest days that was unbelievable hey bro thanksgiving is on twitter is always funny because people will make fun of other people's plates and there were some some vile plates yesterday oh yeah there's some straight prison food on the timeline there always is i have full faith in the food my family and stuff makes but i would never post on twitter because i know somebody would find something to make fun of and i'm just not i'm not willing to to do that i'm sorry would you play past the dead man plate <laughs> hey you yeah, i don't know i would certainly hope so but no there's there's every single year there's like people so unaware that their plates look like absolute fucking garbage that and dude doubled that down shit. that guy doubled down doubled down on his pink Pepto-Bismol shit on his plate. It was worse when he told us the ingredients of it. I never saw the ingredients, but I saw the uh, the plate. Let me, let me pull this up for you. He may have doubled down on the uh, on the Pepto-Bismol, but you uh, quadrupled down on saying it. That's funny. That is really funny. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> that's that's. I'm laughing. I'm laughing so hard right now. Now I can't take any of those stutters out because I made that joke. God damn it. Okay. Well, here is the ingredients of. The pink Pepto-Bismol shit on this guy's Thanksgiving plate. He said, and I quote, for those who want to know what's in the pink stuff, that's literally what we call it. Cherry Jello, cottage cheese. All right, hold on. Pause. Time out now. What? I uh, know there's two more ingredients. Hold on. So right, let's read it. Cherry Jello, cottage cheese, which, which already sucks, by the way. Pineapples and whipped cream. I don't know how that would taste. Sounds like it's awful. Like, I mean, it just... sounds terrible. It sounds terrible, but even if it's good, how is that a Thanksgiving dish? That's literally Pepto-Bismol. It looked like Pepto-Bismol. It looked like shit. And I hate to say that about food, but it looked like shit. No, that definitely looked like Pepto-Bismol. He, he may as well. He, I mean, honestly, he's going to need some Pepto-Bismol if he ate a lot of that. My God. Oh, yeah, for sure. And maybe that's why he put it on the goddamn plate. God, it's cheese and jelly is not a common dish. That's That can't and be real. pineapples. How do you combine those three things? I don't understand. And then you just throw some whipped cream in there. Yeah, I just fucking just that's that's the that's the cherry on top of the fucking whipped cream. Like not even cream, which it would probably benefit from. I mean, there's as soon as you throw cottage cheese in the mix, everything is unsalvageable. What is even the base? What is even the base of that food? Like, what is even the main ingredient there? It has to be the cherry or the cottage cheese. I think it's the cottage cheese. It. It might be the Jello. Oh yeah, it's probably the Jello. Yeah, that's the yeah, that's definitely the base. But there's also, I mean, yeah, because the pineapples would go on top, cause cheese kind of gets thrown in the mix. But how do you combine all of these things? I don't understand. Like, what? Who? Who? What's who? What sick motherfucker started this? I don't know. I'm pretty sure in the original tweet he goes, "The pink stuff isn't gross." I promise. Yeah, he literally said the pink shit isn't. You know what's funny? I saw that tweet come across live because I was on TweetDeck. Uh, and I you saw follow it that guy? Yeah, because he posts baseball clips. <laughs> he should have stuck to that. I couldn't believe my eyes. That was worse than the guy who had the greens that looked like 
they almost said it looked like a broken Heineken bottle, which was probably the best way to say it. Honest to God, like all all the Thanksgiving plate slander is probably the best part. It's just really funny. It, it does make things a lot funnier. Like Twitter is one of the things that makes Thanksgiving one of my favorite holidays. Just to see all I mean, easily, the yeah. Just it's just so funny. Like I'm sorry, but damn. As a certified player hater and player hater of the year candidate, I do like seeing a good amount of player hating. Should we do the player hater award like the Heisman? Announce it the announce finalists and stuff like that. Oh, we definitely should. That would be hilarious. We got to do that. We'll do a final three finalists. Hope, I'm 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 excited to you know see what my chances are. I've, I've been longing for an award like this for a long time, so it would mean a lot to me. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see who wins Player of the Year. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, they'd be discussing on ESPN. Who do you think is the best candidate for the Player Hater of the Year award? Well, you know, I got to tell you, Jim, not, there are not a lot of people who match Ross's work ethic in the, in, in, in the, uh, in the film room. You know, they, he, he truly takes pride in being a Player Hater, and I think that pushes him over the top. We'll see. We'll see. It's a tough field, I gotta say. It is It is a good year. Last year, I feel like there wasn't a lot of player hate going on. Yeah, there was year. too much togetherness last year. It was really disgusting, to be honest. <laughs> There's too much positivity going around last year. It's time to cut that shit out. It's not It's not that I succeed. Others must fail. That's, that's the mantra. Oh, alarm clock. Hatred wakes me up. That's... That's definitely the better one of the better memes I've seen. A KD tweet where he was like, "I am not a role model." Like, yeah, true. No. Nobody look up to me. I'm great, and I should. That's that's it. That's <laughs> nobody. No, yeah, that's for real. That's that's dead ass. Like nobody should be looking up to me. Thousand percent. Worst meme of the year is going to be interesting this year. I think I have a decent idea of what I'm going to go with. Oh, I think I voted. I think I have mine. I do want to have... remind y'all that us uh, the Bernie sitting was this year. Yeah. Sadly, there are um, a good amount of candidates and nominees for every award that we have. And as we head into the final month of the year, you know, I think you're going to see a lot of people, a lot of memes, a lot of, you know, things solidify themselves in the uh, awards race. But, you know, it's still anyone's game at this point. I'm looking forward to seeing how it all plays out. And uh, we, we should definitely do it like game show hosts. You like announce it like game show hosts? Yeah, just be like, just just host it like an award show because like we 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 kind of have, but like we haven't gone fully into it. I feel like. Yeah, I hear you. Today's winner of the Player Hater of the Year, it's and the music starts playing. The Price is Right music is really playing in my head right now. We, we we can make a spectacle out of it. Hey, we're already a spectacle. We are a sight Clearly. to behold. We we I, I would agree with that. We have a Player Hater of the Year nominee. Hey. I, I I try my best. Listen, I this is just a it's a it's a reflection of my hard work and effort put in, but you know, job's not finished, so we got more work to do. I think in retrospectively we gotta put like like twenty eighteen, the player hater of the year was probably Kanye. Kanye was definitely a big player hater in twenty eighteen. Kanye was just coming after people, especially Drake. Twenty nineteen player hater of the year. Who do you think it would have been? Twenty nineteen player hater of the year definitely wasn't Kanye. Kanye was Kanye's making a late run at player hater of the year here in twenty twenty one, but um, he he definitely is making a making a solid run. Yeah, he's, he's having a really nice second half of the season. Real, I mean, he's really having a good uh good month. Last couple of few weeks really have been really strong. Yeah, last few days have been really strong. Jesus. I would say a 2019 player hater of the year. I don't know. There there hasn't been a runaway candidate like Kanye in 2018, you know? Young Thug definitely has a few player hater of the year awards. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Young Thug in the early 2010s was 
a dynasty. Yeah, that was like that was like Nebraska football back in the day. <laughs> he was Nebraska in the nineties. He was UCLA basketball in the nineteen seventies. <laughs> I think Lavar Ball's got one too. Oh, the, yeah, Lavar twenty sixteen seventeen Lavar Ball. 2017. That would have been generational. Generational. That was, yeah, that was one of the best player hating seasons we've ever had. You know, they 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 hang up his his uniforms in the Hall of Fame. There's definitely been a couple generational player hater seasons. Stephen A. Smith is definitely Stephen A. Smith is kind he's of like one the chick of you. He's, he's like yeah, the chick cakes of the, of the of the player hating game. You know, he's always been solid, but sometimes he never gets over the hump. I think Skip Bayless is definitely up there as well. I think Skip Bayless has taken some player haters. Of player hater of the year awards from Stephen A. Smith, for being completely honest, I think I think like early like mid two thousands, early twenty tens, Stephen A. You know was always top three finalist. Yeah, he was always getting his uh, his numbers in. But hey, even Kobe only won one MVP. So I think Kobe Kobe back in the day definitely won some player hater of the year awards. Yeah, Kobe in the in post, the two thousands in, in the post Shaq pre Pow era. Was just perennial player hater of the year. Oh, like oh oh five to like oh nine, he was winning plenty of player hater of the year awards, bro. He, he was going crazy. He had a he had a better dynasty than fucking Coach K. We we haven't seen a run like that in a very long time. Hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get back on my grind, and uh, hopefully, I start you know start it starts up winning it this year. But if if I can get some momentum going into next year as well, I think I like my chances then as well. You can make the argument Rosal was the 2019 player hater of the year. Honestly, it was a really, like I said, it was a weak year for player hating. I think I have to be in the conversation. 2019 is where it all kind of started. I mean, 2019, I finished 2019 very strong player hating, if we're being completely <laughs> honest. So I'd, maybe that late surge was enough to put me over the edge. It's definitely going to be a yearly award now. It's too funny. Yeah, it has to be. I even think I have, I think I have an argument for 2020 as well. Because I was the only negative voice in the room. There was too we, much we, together. We, will, we, have, we are officially not deciding on a 2020 player here of the year. We're going to cancel. Yeah, it was, it, was, it was a COVID season. You know, it's just canceled. But 2018, definitely unanimous Kanye. That was a crazy player hater year. Yeah, Kanye was like 2019 Lamar Jackson. Unanimous. We've never seen, you know, him, him go on the shit he did. I mean, Kanye has even done that like in 2020 when he tweeted his entire contract page by page that was but, insane but the, the level of player hating we saw in 2018 from kanye was unmatched yeah that might be one of the strongest player hater seasons of all time that's the blueprint right we, we, are, we are really leading into the player hater uh seasons hey, I, right hey, now. i take this shit serious bro i take not a game serious this is not a game to me i think 20 2016 honestly i'm going trump for player hater of the year that, yeah, I think Trump has had some great player hating seasons. Even pre president Donald Trump. In 2015, he definitely will. He was player right. hater of the year. Yeah, Donald Trump definitely had at least a back to back player hater of the year, 2015 16. And anyone who was on Call Twitter before Golden that State. knows. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said that. But what I was going to say, anybody who was on Twitter before he was president would also know he was a pretty big player hater on Twitter before that. He was honestly the conversation for in the early 2010s for a lot of player hater of the year seasons. Yeah, he he was very solid. He had a he could have had a dynasty, I think, if he had a bigger reach. But he not a lot, not enough people were on social media back then. I know I know he's saying Young Thug had a dynasty, but like early 2010s, like post like you know Shaq being good, Shaq definitely won some Player Hater of the Year awards. Yeah, Shaq, Shaq putting work in the player hating business. Like, like late, just from his hate on Dwight Howard and JaVel McGee alone. Yeah. 
And his hate for Charles Barkley sitting across the table from him, dude. <laughs> yeah, true. Man, it's such a funny concept. It really is. And I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how it plays out this year. Oh, 2021. 2021's been a strong season, I can't lie. 2021 has definitely been a good season. Do we consider Taylor Swift to have a... Uh... An argument for player hater of the year this year i don't think taylor swift does but her fans collectively i think have an argument i, I think t- player hater of the year has got to be reserved for one person that that that's fair we're not like time magazine over here um i gotta be honest though i, I gotta be honest i think olivia rodrigo has a very strong case for player hater i of the was year. thinking the same thing Olivia Rodrigo is in the conference. She had a very strong season. She started very strong. She carried into it towards the middle of the season. She's kind of dropped off in the back half of the season. But I think her numbers in the first half undeniable, are, are, really. are undeniable. She not, And her impact as well, she inspired a lot of other people to play a hater. <laughs> and I respect that. I sound like Max Kellerman right now. Dude, we are literally, yeah, we are definitely going over this like it's a fucking uh, like a segment on ESPN. Yeah, this is this is first take right now. Get a very strong no, first. Honestly, take. I think I have my. I think we can name since it's, we're going into December. I'm gonna name my three finalists for Player Hater of the Year. Oh, this is this is a huge way because I, I, I think I have it. I think I have it. We're not gonna end it yet after this, but my my three nominees. Actually, we'll extend it. How many does the Heisman do? Four? Four people get invited? It varies from year to year. Some are three, We're going to do five. four this year. Okay. My player hater of the year nominees. The first nominee announced. You know him, you love him. We're going to announce Raza Umarani first for player hater of the year. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I got to thank God. I got to thank my teammates. Got to, you know, thank my fans, even though I hate some of y'all. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, the best of Some of y'all come. actually my biggest enemies. Yeah. The knife from a friend cuts deeper. Number two nominee I'm going to announce. Someone we haven't brought up. Actually, I'll save the one we haven't brought up for the end. Number two nominee I'm going to announce, Kanye West. Kanye's had a good season. He's got a good second half I think overall, season. it's been an overall weak season. I think he's the weakest candidate. But yeah, I think he still has had a top top four player hater season of this year. Number three, I'm going to announce Miss Olivia Rodrigo. Hey, I'm blessed to be in the same conversation as her. She, I mean, she honestly, if we're being technical, she has had a generational player hater of the year season, she, she, especially the first half. She's had, she, she is, I think this is the best rookie season we've ever had. It, yes, I agree with that. Yeah. Hey, it, it's, it's all love after this, uh, Mrs. Rodrigo. If you want to hit me up after this is done, I got you. However, number four nominee, I'm going to be honest, I like this nominee a lot. I think he's an underrated one. The fourth and final nominee for player hater of the year is Scotty Pippen. That's you know what? That's a good nominee right there. I think he's had a very solid stretch of player hating. I think ever since the last dance has dropped, he has been on a tear. He he can't stop player hating. I mean he physically it is the stop hating challenge is impossible for Scottie Pippen. Yeah. It's it's become his entire brand. To justify it, one of the comments he made recently is Michael Jordan ruined the basketball. <laughs> it's a little bit of a so, bold thing. Um, I think he's honestly the strongest nominee, if we're being completely honest, other than Olivia Rodrigo. I mean, just to, just to go out there and say Michael Jordan ruined basketball just because you're mad is unbelievable. I, it's, it's a work ethic that, honestly, I appreciate. It's, it's, it's something you really have to consider when, when considering Player Hater of the Year nominees. Those, I think that's a, a really good Final Four. You know, I respect my nominees. I'm blessed to be among them. But it's also, I'm, I'm like that Kendrick verse right now, like... I'm trying to kill all y'all right now. It's my award. It's my time to shine. 
And if we didn't have one last year, that means I'm still the reigning champ. I got to get my dynasty started right here, right now. I don't know. We got some very strong player hater of the year season. Yeah, this, right this is a much stronger year than 2019 was. I'm excited. I'm excited to hand out player hater of the year this year. It's an honor to, to hand this award out. And it's definitely going to be yearly from now on, 100%. Yeah, this has to be a... A part of the PPS four. It, it, it really, it really just is. Like it's just, it's, it's something that has to be tracked, you know. Because like everyone always looking for the positives. Nah, fuck that. We want the negative. I, I mean, man, it's gonna be really tough. And I'm gonna decide this award, and I really gotta consider. It's really gonna be tough. Yeah, I, I wish you the best of luck in making such a difficult decision. I know I, you have it in you. I think everyone. I think all the nominees have had really strong seasons. I gotta be honest. It's, it's not a runaway season by any, by any means. And, you know, you really got to consider the un, like just unbelievable first half of of Olivier Rodrigo. Yeah, strong finishes um, of Scotty Pippen and this just I uh, mean the the Kanye steady West. the steady consistency and now really turning on the burners of Scotty Pippen's hating has been really generational. Um, and obviously Kanye, you know, at the start of the year, honestly, really until like late October. Really wasn't really hating all that much. But, you know, ever since the Pete Davidson's thing with uh, Kim K, I think, you know, he's really turned it up. As he should. And Raza, I mean, Raza, been very steady all year. I mean, really, his whole career has been defined by just steady hating. Yeah. Um, you can't you can't question my love for the game. You really can't, man. I don't think you can really question any person's serious love for the game. I mean, they're all true. hating. That's true. So, um cutting in here and editing uh i am retroactively removing kanye west from uh contendency and i think you know this is you know for for a good replacement in dave Chappelle because the reasoning is dave Chappelle is just honestly since 2020 has just been a just constant asshole and uh, i think he really needs to be in consideration so the final four contestants are raza dave Chappelle, olivia rodrigo and Scotty Pippen officially. So apologies for this. I, sh- I should have known in the moment. I will say about Olivia Rodrigo. I've always thought this. I I would hate and really Taylor Swift too because they just both have made you know that kind of music. I would just hate if my success was tied to an ex. Like it just it would just uh, hurt my soul honestly. I think Taylor has graduated from that. Although she's now slightly returned to it, um, but, but Olivia. But I we mean, need we need Olivia Rodrigo to make music that's not related to breakups, and then we'll see how we can judge her musically. But I, hey, no matter what she makes, I'll be there supporting her, and uh, hopefully she notices. Raza just dropped down on the list for saying he supports. Well, I'm supporting a fellow nominee. You know, it's it's uh it's it's all love in the final. You know, I I got I gotta respect the game of uh, of another player hater once we get to the <laughs> stage of the game. I know you've really got to consider. I mean, I don't know. Maybe this will be the first and only time Olivia Rodrigo's ever nominated. Yeah, she could fall off the face of the earth in the next month. Or not the next month, in the next year or so. Like in if, terms if of player hating, yeah. And she, it, like, if she makes the music and it's not tied to, like, an ex or something like that, then she could fall off. You know, at least Taylor Swift had a steady career of doing that. Yeah, Taylor Swift had to do it for, like, a decade. And she was very good at it. She, she laid the blueprint to... for then someone like Olivia Rodrigo to come in and take the reins. She she she's probably she's in the player hater hall of fame without question first ballot maybe we'll never, do it. Maybe, maybe maybe after maybe never an MVP but definitely uh in the hall of fame I think she has some two thousands ones definitely like early twenty tens two thousands she definitely won some how about we do a player hater hall of fame after the inductions 
that, that would that would be that would be great. Like the Premier League, like extremely late to the Hall of Fame game, but we got really good candidates. Conde's in there, Kobe, Young Thug, Lavar Ball for sure. Lavar is definitely Steven in Ace there. Man, Skip Bayless, Taylor Swift. We got a, a lot of great nominees. Donald Trump. My, yeah, Donald Trump is one of the goats. Jay Z. Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent, definitely. Yeah, the Hall of Fame ballot is loaded. But we'll we'll discuss that later. But we're definitely gonna lead into that shit because we think it's hilarious. But if you enjoyed, I am Isbiru's ideas, Raza is player hating at Raza U double underscore. We combined our player hating at ProPod Show and uh, hashtag vote Raza.